Uh, will you excuse me a moment? I've got to deal with a cat who wants out. <laughs> Please do. I'll be right back. <laughs> See, Laura's now chasing the cat round and it's knocked over six paint cans and crawling across the ceiling and it's scared two Japanese men. It's not a doxy. Should we have a meeting? Oh, yeah. I'm Sorry. ready when you guys are, yeah. Here we go. Gorgeous. So, yes, so this, this tradition is just reminding me of another tradition that we used to have. And sadly, I think I'm ashamed to say that I think I might have forgotten. I've forgotten all the steps to our secret, um, secret handshake. I think about that all the time. I don't think I could do it anymore. <laughs> oh, I could do it. I'll, I'll teach you all again. Oh, good. But, but not now, right? Because this is, this is going to go up online. <laughs> we, we can't. This is just a secret, right? Although if we've got That's secret true. listeners, maybe they should all be able to do it, and then we could identify them if they come oh, up to us and try and nice. do it. Like a Masonic oh. handshake. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, we should post special instructions. Uh, Laura, you picked the ugly Dachshund for us. Yes, for I our did. hundredth film, you decided this was the one that we were going to have. Um, what, where did you come across this? We came so close to Moby Dick. <laughs> so painfully close. Oh dear! I'm glad we didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm entirely. Um, I I couldn't wish this film away. <laughs> what was your thought process? Well, uh, you know, I've seen it a few times now. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a hundred years of Disney. It's our hundredth episode. Oh, that's nice. Makes a bit of sense, right? I mean, I'm just mm. trying to get how, just. I'm just trying mm. to get a sense of the aura of the room. <laughs> well, I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> you need to. You need to explain yourself, and then I'll tell you whether I liked it. <laughs> it just felt like a big, colourful hug. I love it. It just, from the moment it comes on, I've got a big smile on my face. I just yep. think, oh, I'm so relaxed and happy. Sure, there's a little racism here and there. Maybe there's some gender problems. I don't know. I'm not an expert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just a girl. I don't know about these things. female. <laughs> a conniving evil female <laughs> to destroy my male counterpart. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, I'm curious to know what you're there. Yeah, I, I I love it, but I can see why I might be in trouble with some of you. Possibly <laughs> yeah. all of you. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Claire, what did you think? Other is rubbish. Oh. Yeah. 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 I well, think you knew that was coming. We'll dig into that. Yeah, I did. I almost because we went through a very elaborate choosing process. I should say I didn't just inflict it on you, as I normally do. I mean, I, oh. I sort of did. But if you'll notice, I had some really good films in there. Christy acclaimed film. Hmm. I do know that. I, I I would note that we didn't really know what we were voting on until it had finished, <laughs> <laughs> and we might have made different choices. Yeah, if I'd known this, I wouldn't have helped Fernando. <laughs> 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 Fernando, what did you think of this? Well, I did not think it was rubbish. I just thought it was meh. Uh, well, with mm. with some good acting on part of the of the dogs, I thought, mm-hmm. well, these dogs were well trained. Um, yeah. Um, so 
those scenes were interesting to watch. Mm. Yes, that's my opinion. Yep. They played their part well without, you know, overstating anything. I thought the dogs were. (laughs) (laughs) Solid performances. Yeah. Don't you just miss the days where you could spray a dog in the eyes with, you know, paint? (laughs) (laughs) But now the animal rights activists won't let you do anything. (laughs) I've I've been on a spree of watching these films, specifically with Dean Jones, who's the lead in this. Um, They all involve animals. And the one I was just watching was called The Million Dollar Duck. And I had to stop watching it because... Within five minutes, there's a chimp in a cage and they throw a duck into a pool, into a, a swimming pool with a dog and just let the dog sort of try its best to murder the duck. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. It's been a great time, though. I'm really enjoying myself. Yeah, it turns out it's a good film. There's something in it, right? Didn't we talk about this before? The um, The amount of animal cruelty that's acceptable is kind of more related to the quality of the film than it should be. <laughs> like, I was furious when I heard that a bunch of horses had yes. died when they were making the Hobbit films. Whereas if it had been the Lord of the Rings, I might have been like, well, you know, accidents happen. <laughs> and <laughs> At least they were, you know, I'm sure they didn't mean for it to happen. <laughs> Whereas the Hobbit, it's like if, if one person, like, trod on a moth's wing or something I'd be like you bastards what are you doing (laughs) why did you have to make this stupid film how did you feel about this one (laughs) I don't think they needed to spray paint in the dog's eye (laughs) no I think what what level of animal injury would you rate this film as um I think if they maybe uh maybe like Something like getting a, a cat to chase after a laser pointer to make it jump onto a carpet that will slide along the floor and knock over a bunch of bowling pins and it will get a bit of a fright and you feel a bit bad about it, but it's funny. That that kind of level of, of cruelty, I think, is is justified for this film. How heavy are the bowling pins? Is it like Pittman bowling, bowling pins or the little Medium. plastic ones that you get? In uh, uh, ooh, somewhere between. Somewhere, Somewhere between. between. Okay. That's that's how good this film was. Wow, that's better than I thought it was. <laughs> I found this quite enjoyable, <laughs> and I would probably watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I want I want to make it very clear that <laughs> so this was a comedy film. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big comedy. Definite comedy. It was everything? Film, comedy, but... romance, murder, mystery. <laughs> Was it a murder mystery? Well, crime thriller. <laughs> I guess it was like Columbo, where you find out at the start <laughs> who did it, right? Um, some of the comedy was not deliberate. <laughs> some of the comedy <laughs> was definitely accidental, and I found that I found it no less enjoyable as a result. Um, I, I got quite a lot out of this, and I'm interesting to interested to discuss it with you all. Excellent. I think that's the best I could have hoped for. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And yeah, a big yeah. smile on your face and big warm hug. I've got uh, warm Technicolor written here. Love Technicolor. Um, a big, a, oh, everything was brightly coloured and everyone was very attractive and <laughs> it was lots of fun, lots of antics. High antic film. High antics. One um, sort of location they don't really leave. <laughs> Yeah. They're a lovely little house, married yes. couple, they have their separate little beds. 
<laughs> so the the first note I've got here is so much sexual tension brackets <laughs> separate beds. Uh, this film was was actually a bit a bit filthy. It like was. how much sexual tension there was seemed excessive. I was going to say that, and I didn't want to be my usual, but this was everything in here was about sex. Yeah, like almost nothing, <laughs> almost none of this was actually to do with the dogs. All of this was to do with their relationship yes. and their like weird tension between them, where they kind of hate each other, where they kind of love each other, and th- there's just this this aggression between them. I, and I don't know that. what that is. <laughs> Because I, I didn't really pick up on it maybe the first, second time, but the third time I was like, this is actually, this is a portrayal of two people who are close to the edge of their sanity. They're just <laughs> yeah, always My at second ten. note is two people going a bit mad. <laughs> yeah, they're just losing it. They're, they're ready to to break down at any moment and they despise each other. <laughs> yeah. And they're channeling all of their emotions about their marriage through their dogs. <laughs> my third note is misdirected <laughs> anger. <laughs> I think we were on the same page for yeah. the first time ever in one of these never films. Happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting symbolism here. We'll, we'll get into that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, uh, there was definitely a lot of symbolism. Yeah, the, this wasn't wasn't entirely a film about dogs. <laughs> I think they might have meant it to be, but someone who was writing it let a lot of their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? Like. Uh, I don't know if it was partly the actors, where whether they like had a weird thing or something, <laughs> or yeah, if it was the script writer was just <laughs> like <laughs> needed to get laid or something. There was just some real element of oh tension <laughs> and frustration in there. <laughs> oh dear, I'm curious to know. So, what did you think of the opening? I love the opening. It totally it hooked me in the first time. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what hooked me in about the opening. We watched it on Disney Plus and it came up with a content warning <laughs> about, did it say racial insensitivity? And I, I practically got the popcorn at that point. I was like, this is going to be good, right? Let's see what they let's see what they did in the 60s, what they thought was appropriate. I couldn't wait to find out what race it was going to be. And, <laughs> and it didn't disappoint. I, I thought that the, the opening scene with the rush to the hospital was quite good. Yeah, maybe could you explain what happens? Right, so they... they <laughs> it, it was just quite a good little misdirection, right? They... Um, it's it's the guy desperately on the phone to the doctor saying the baby's coming and I think he's saying it's happening. Oh, it's mm. happening. Yeah, it's it's very clearly uh making us think that a baby is arriving and we mm. never quite see the wife all in the picture in one go so we don't see that we don't see like her belly which is not a pregnant belly but turns out to be she's holding a pregnant dachshund. <laughs> um and yeah, that's quite a good review. I think I figured it out. Um, you think you figured it out? Well, I'm trying <laughs> to, I'm trying to think back now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured it would be something like that, but I, I wasn't sure if she was like, is she holding the dachshund or is she giving birth what, what a, to a dachshund? Or, like, what, what did you I, think was I thought, happening? <laughs> I thought I think I thought they were maybe on the list waiting to adopt a dachshund or something like that, and one had come. I can't remember now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was it was a good little good little jokey bit, and yeah, introduced us introduced us to the um, 
the haphazard way that they live their lives where they're constantly <laughs> tripping over things and I liked his little bit with the phone. That was quite good. That was the funniest moment in the whole film. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I disagree with you. <laughs> he threaded it through his sleeve. That was that was yep. a peak. You could have boiled this film down to a ten second gif. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dear oh dear. The real giveaway was the separate beds, wasn't it? There's no way they're having a baby if they're sleeping in separate beds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was more common back then, right? I think a lot of married couples had separate beds in the 60s. Yeah. Very strange. There's something in it. But yeah, like straight away, like they they had to... Of course they were in separate beds. (laughs) Because they hate each other. (laughs) Yeah, they despise each other. Yeah, but they don't. They that's they're just they're not quite not quite expressing their passion. <laughs> this contained desire, barely contained desire. I think that's they're trying just to what... establish dominance. They can't they can't be in love until they've established which one of them's the dominant one. There we <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Mm. And I don't think they ever quite decided who was the dominant one. No, I think they reach a, an accord. Hmm. But, well, I mean, it's not resolved. There's still this insane, <laughs> like, to the last line of the film, there's this insane sexual tension that just won't stop. It's okay, what, though. They're going to have a baby that will fix the relationship. I was wondering about that, whether that was... Because, obviously, I think that's meant to be implied with, like, the last line where, where they're, like... He's, like, we're just going to raise normal dogs. <laughs> she's like among other things and she looks down at his cock when she says <laughs> that did you notice that no they're like oh sort of cuddled up on the sofa and she glances down at his trousers and says <laughs> among other things well, i wondered and- if that meant like we're gonna well oh cheeky wink we'll raise a baby too or if it was more like oh, we're gonna shag all the time as well, <laughs> well that was it. like a, i'm gonna make that thing raise but it yeah, it. I mean, surely they meant they meant a baby. I think they had to because it was Disney, and it's weird that you've got a married couple who don't have a baby. They never mention children, and they're clearly just raising their dogs as their children. <laughs> Again, that's the whole thing. These these mad people who don't really want to have dogs, and they they've just got these dogs, and they're projecting everything onto these dogs. And like, he obviously wants to have a boy, and she obviously wants to have girls, and. <laughs> they want to just make them in their own image and they're terrified of it turning out like the other because they hate the other one, yeah. even though they kind of love them. Oh. I, have, I have that note as well, that the dogs are extensions of themselves. They're projecting yep. everything of themselves onto the... That's why he stops at one point and he's like, I'd love a big manly dog or something like that. It's like a real dog. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's Mark, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, I've got Mark equals Brutus. Yeah. That's one of my notes. Mm. Yeah, Mark and Fran. Oh, and yeah, I've got so note number four here is puppies a metaphor for dot 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 children? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird going on there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cocks in this film. At <laughs> <laughs> one point, she gives him a gold embossed bone as a birthday <laughs> present. <laughs> 
Oh. It's like, here's your masculinity, which is now forever tied <laughs> to my dainty little dashant who's given given you your own dismembered penis. Oh, <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> yes, and she had the dachshund bring it to him. I can see why. And, and the way he reacted to it, he was furious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, that's not how you react to just a sort of slightly poor, dis- poor choice of present. That's how you react when someone's like insulted your manhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Claire, are you getting this? Are we are we barking up the wrong tree? Oh. <laughs> what? Are you? Um, <laughs> um, no, it was definitely like the the dogs were a metaphor for the people or whatever, and yeah, the frustration. I think that we felt as as we uh, sympathised with, what was his name, Brutus. Um, mm. I think that was supposed to re- reflect other frustrations that were present in the film. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, I'm glad you're on board. Um, yeah. Fernando, did you, did you feel this was all just a massive wet dream of a film? <laughs> I, I still don't see the sexual tension. That's why I was oh. so surprised when you first mentioned sexual tension. Um, but I do see the magical problems, Cindy, the, um, them, them hating each other after mm. being perhaps. Um, oh, what is it that I want to say? Maybe disillusioned by finding out who the other person was once they got married. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but yes, I still, I, I guess, I still did not get the the sexual tension. But since you both, since you both so probably felt it, then maybe, <laughs> maybe it was there. Yeah. Well, did, did you notice her like flirting with him quite a bit? She was flirting with him. Yeah, she'd do a lot of um, a lot of sort of lovey dovey eyes at him certain times. Maybe this is why I'm still single because maybe people <laughs> have been flirting with me and I've yeah. not. <laughs> so if you're with someone and you were planning to go out for dinner and they <laughs> I was say, say that. well actually fernando why don't we uh stay home and uh oh, wait, do yes, other things yes, yes now now that now now that you mentioned that scene yes yes i do remember that and yes yeah. yes i got that impression yes thank you for reminding me. maybe yes that was a moment of, of sexual tension yes <laughs> yeah maybe it just didn't didn't um <laughs> It didn't hit home with you in the same way it did for Laura and me. But the thing is, because that didn't doesn't happen, and something entirely different happens, maybe that's why I forgot about it. I was like, oh, I guess I'll erase it from my mind. It's just horrible. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, they never actually... I mean, they couldn't, obviously. It's a 1960s Disney film, but I feel like it might have resolved some things for them if they were just... <laughs> no sex scene. Yeah, it's not the Flintstones. We're not going to see them in bed together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, physically fact, that's, that's part of this, right? They, as, as a children's film, it probably would have been seen as inappropriate for them to even be next to each other in a double bed, right? Mm-hmm. What? But they're adults and they're married. Yeah. I thought there was some crazy rule in filmmaking where they couldn't show even a married couple in bed. One of them had to have their foot on the floor. Right. At all times. Oh, is, is this the Hayes some... Code again? Or... I, it probably is the Hayes Code, isn't it? Um, or maybe that's just Hayes a code. certain... Hayes code. Or is that for certain ratings or something? Uh, certainly I know the 
I think what Claire's alluding to, um, the first time that, what is it, that there was a, a US TV show in prime time um, showing a couple in bed together was the Flintstones. That's a good fact. Worth, yeah, it's good, isn't it? I, I, even though I remember watching the Flintstones, I don't remember anything about it. So I, huh? I it's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. It's good to know. <laughs> and it's maybe just because the Flintstones is so, like, is a light-hearted cartoon and it's so not sexual um, that it was maybe seen as as more acceptable. But yeah, that was the. That was a massive watershed moment for the US TV. Pre-watershed moment. Pre-watershed moment, exactly. Very good. I'm here all week. (laughs) Thank you for that. Um, Right, so I'm glad we're on the the same... I'm going to say one more. So my my ninth note um, regards... Was this... Oh God! Was this deliberate? Probably it wasn't deliberate. But I assume it's deliberate. They they decided that they had to have lots of shots where you see the Great Dane's massive dick, <laughs> <laughs> and it just seemed like they might again, like maybe they were just clueless. And it's just like, yeah, dogs have penises. Like, get over it. But if if we are reading this in the sense of like. The dogs are just a huge, like, symbol for the people or for their desires or something. The fact that in so many scenes you see you see Brutus's willy waving around, it, it's just as if someone said, "Like, look, we can't actually show them. Like, we just need to hint at the sexual stuff." Can, what if we have a dog and we can we can show whatever we like with the dog, right? Um, yeah, it just made me laugh a couple of times when you just see this this antic, and then there's just this such an obvious oh, <laughs> look at its dick. Did you notice this, anyone? I don't think I did. Oh, I mean, I'll, I know I'll Claire did. I heard her like laughing when she saw it. <laughs> I think it was just once. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, there were a couple of times. <laughs> uh, there was, yeah, there was one in particular that was maybe the one you noticed that I thought was like they didn't have, they could have chosen a different take where it was less obvious and they, they just went with, the, they went with this really obvious one. I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Should we do symbolism? Which want to come to it later? I mean, it didn't, <laughs> the whole thing's symbolism, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do symbolism. See if we've okay. got anything else to say. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sorry, we should have run that right at the start. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So what haven't we covered? We've covered quite a lot. <laughs> I was going to ask: Is this Othello? Oh, brilliant! <laughs> um, I don't know Othello. Hmm. Tell us, Neither, tell really. us Othello. I've got some oh. very poor notes here. I think it was something I tried to work out and then gave up on because I was like, nah, it's not Othello. <laughs> uh, oh, well. So it's not Othello. We can say that for sure. Yeah. Okay, there right. we go. Let's take that one off. Right. Um, what else isn't it? Oh, no, wait. hang on. I think Fran... Wait. So there's... A... Okay, so Othello, right? Right. He's got his wife, Desdemona. 
Okay. Conniving Iago is trying to convince Othello that Desdemona's been unfaithful. Right. So I think it's Mark trying to convince Fran that her puppies oh. are, are evil, or the other way around. Or Fran also- trying to convince Mark that Brutus oh, is awful. Yeah. So Fran is Iago. And Mark, Fran or Mark is Iago. Mark is Othello. One of the dogs is Othello. Mm. No, wait. Mm, we might have to abandon this. One Should of the dogs is Desdemona. <laughs> Who's Jesus? <laughs> I think Jesus might be Officer Carmody. <laughs> <laughs> Driven up a tree. It's basically on a cross. Yeah, he <laughs> definitely suffers a lot. There's another one who's had a complete mental breakdown. The last time we see him, he's weeping in his car, just broken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's yeah, just destroyed by this dog as well. Bad relationships, they affect the people around you, definitely. <laughs> affects the fabric of society. Is Brutus a good name for the dog? Is that no. related to Oh, it's in Brutus? Oh, Brutus, who... <laughs> killed Julius Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who, yeah. Brutus, who did what he thought was the right thing, but it wasn't always seen that way. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, here's your Shakespeare link then. So, yeah, Brutus is is Mark Antony. Uh, sorry, no, Br- Brutus, is, <laughs> Brutus is Brutus. I got you losing it. You're losing the thread here. Yeah. <laughs> Brutus is Brutus, and he's killed Caesar, which we all know was yeah, maybe the right thing to do to try and save the Republic. Mm. Um, and it, at the very least, he didn't know any better. And then bloody Fran is Mark Antony on the steps of the of the mm. Senate building, whipping up the crowd, try, like putting out all of these subtle vibes that Brutus is... Um, an honourable man. Yeah, oh, but Brutus is an honourable man. And, uh, it, and yeah, does this whole uh, reverse psychology trick on the crowd to make uh to to turn them against him to turn them against poor brutus who who then comes back and is surprised to have everybody uh trying to kill him right well that really works yeah i think i think chloe is mark antony <laughs> who was chloe oh the the mummy dog no that's danka chloe's the favorite puppy oh yeah yeah she's the one that's always getting Brutus into trouble. Yeah, she was a real real piece of work, that Chloe. And and Fran is the Roman people being convinced by Chloe. Yeah, I like it. Mm. And Mark is Cicero, just bumbling along in the background. <laughs> observing. Just to do what's right. Yeah. yeah. Sora takes the, the side of the, the rebels, tries to defend them, but doesn't become one of them. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Trying to negotiate with everyone. Good work. Yeah, yeah. that's so we we hit on uh, I think an important point here. Uh, Did we? The... Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we, we were discussing the the character of Chloe, and I. So one of my no- note number ten here is: Are the Daxies evil? Like, are they actually? <laughs> yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They're women are just evil. trying to because women are evil. Yeah, and manipulative. Yeah, conniving shrews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that's what we're meant to take from this? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a firmer response than I was expecting. 
<laughs> yeah, and the last line of the film shows us that we begrudgingly still need them. For sex. <laughs> for sex, yeah. <laughs> and for raising babies. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you need Danka to have extra milk so that she can feed the, the boys. Yeah, there we are. Yeah, oh, bloody hell, there's so much in that, right? <laughs> that the only reason Brutus was even alive was because he'd been suckled by by Danka. this mother dog. Oh, my God, was... Moses in a basket. Yeah, that's his sister, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> Who's Pharaoh? Fran. Oh, dear me. Oh, I can't work it out. <laughs> Fran Pharaoh, Chloe is Ramesses. Right, so Brutus. No. No. I need to sleep. I thought my friend gone to It definitely links to this whole completely fucked up mess of just yeah, this sort of bastard son of uh, bastard stepson of of Chloe uh, of uh, Danka. Danka, um, yeah, ends up like practically, practically in a like, oh, oh Doc you know, Pruitt. practically killing Chloe. Doc Pruitt's the um, the Jews, and he's led to salvation at the end <laughs> by by Moses Brutus winning the dog show, part of the Red Sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he helps yeah, him out, doesn't he? He's leading him, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> I think I liked how low stakes everything was. <laughs> a lot of films like this, it would be like someone's going to lose their whole livelihood, or you know, someone will, yeah lose their relationship or something. This was like someone might not win like the ribbon at the dog show, <laughs> yes. and yeah, a couple's marriage is at stake. Oh, I don't think. Well, I think they're doomed to repeat this forever. Yeah, I think whatever happens next week, they'll be playing out the whole same argument about something else. <laughs> She'll be trying to send Brutus back to the vets again because he's smashed another lamp or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just or it'll be something Brutus else. a girlfriend. That's what it, he only behaved himself when he saw a hot girl, didn't That's he? That's true. Which is neat. That was one sexy dog. <laughs> it was. They picked a sexy dog. <laughs> he became erect. <laughs> On the floor, he stood proudly up. Oh, it's so clear, isn't it? <laughs> So if Brutus is Mark, then what is this whole dichotomy, this whole, like, just deciding whether to be a Dachshund or whether to be a Great Dane? That's that's the key tension, though, isn't it? It's whether Fran can domesticate him. Oh, that's exactly what this whole film is, isn't it? Can she bend him to his will, make him into (laughs) one of her Dachshunds? Or will he stand proud like a Great Dane? Yeah. So then the question is like who's the who's the pretty dog that he turns into a great dane for? Maybe they're maybe they're both Fran. <laughs> Fran's like trying to domesticate him and take away his manhood, but at the same time Fran's like flirting outrageously with him. Fran just like obviously loves him for who he is and is like sexually obsessed with him as he is with her. And so I don't think she really wants to tame him in some way. I think yeah. I think they both love the game, right? Oh, they totally love the game. I think she's it's a test. If she can break him, then he's no good to her. Yes, the whole thing is a test. <laughs> a subconscious one. 
all played out through this whole thing with these dogs. At one point, he asks her to pose with the Dachshund as a mother and baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, this is just written all over it. Isn't it? I can't believe it's taken us. It's so Oedipal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, there's definitely stuff to do with the mother and. So this was a this was a basically understood in the sixties, wasn't it? That part of the role of a wife was to tame her husband. That was you, know, you, you take this wild, manly man and you tame him into a domesticated middle class man. Yeah, yes. I think there's something in that. Yeah, that's and an the, old. But the man has to assert his self out of the home. Yeah, and he's still got to be served by the woman. Yes. He's got to he's still got to dominate but be broken somehow. Mm. Interesting. Mm. It's interesting yeah, I think that he's, he's still an got artist to make the decisions, right? Yeah. But they yeah, have to that's be funny. Yeah. Yeah, was that just a, a plot device just to make sure that they're both in, to keep him home around in the house all the time? Oh yeah, be a software well. engineer. Both home all the time. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> no wonder they only express themselves through their dogs or you'd go mad <laughs> kind of a petty squabble over every tiny thing that the other person does even though they clearly <laughs> want to <laughs> oh dear <laughs> and he only paints dogs what kind of work is he getting seemed like it what he was doing like covers of magazines or something yeah he was mm. doing a poster or something was he not for a what was the, what was the one Chloe destroyed I can't remember now. Yeah. Yeah, fond of painting Great Danes. Do you think whoever his boss was was like, oh, God, another Great Dane. (laughs) Mark, we need something else. (laughs) This is from Motorsport Weekly. (laughs) It's like, I'm just trying to capture his perfect chin. There's there's something about it. It eludes me. (laughs) I need to show my wife I'm a man. (laughs) I can just see his... um, his basement just full of like 300 attempts <laughs> to capture something about a Great Dane. Do you think there's a painting of Chloe in the attic that's never aged? <laughs> even though she's evil. <laughs> God, it's a really blank canvas. You could twist a lot of literary um, works onto it. Yeah. It was definitely a very, very inward-looking personal film, mm. with a few antics to sort of get it past the censors and be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it's a fun, light-hearted comedy about dogs and racism." Yeah, oh yeah, we'll throw that in, throw in some some crazy characters with funny accents, and we'll just <laughs> see, see what parts of their culture we can make fun of. <laughs> Well, all Japanese people don't know what dogs are. <laughs> yes, they think it's a lion because <laughs> there's no dogs in Japan. <laughs> no, you said that wrong, Michael. What did he think it was? He thought oh, it was a <laughs> lion. <laughs> That's another one. They'd be like, oh, what else should we, should we do that we can make fun about Japanese people for? I know they sometimes have trouble with L's and R's. Let's have them do that in every single sentence that they speak. Uh, Let's have everyone show utter revulsion for Japanese cooking, even though they've hired Japanese kids. Why would they hire them (laughs) if you don't like Japanese food? (laughs) 
this massive inconvenience having this. Imagine that. Just hire a chef who only makes things you hate. Oh, dear. <laughs> but was, was part of this a sort of... What year did this come out? 66. 66. So it's been 21 years since the Second World War. That's worth remembering. This was... Mm. Yeah, that that they would have been seen by a lot of people seeing this as like, particularly in the US, as the the chief villain in history. This would have been a bit like... Is this right? A bit, a bit, yeah, maybe something like the funny Nazis in LOLO, where we're kind of making yeah. fun of them because we hate them or we're frightened of them or because they're, we see them as as cruel or something like that. Um, yeah, I think that makes it all, all the, to me, that, that was what made it a bit less kind of, oh, isn't it funny how people in the 60s were so insensitive? And a bit more sort of this is a bit horrible, um, and like having him leap up onto was he hanging onto like a chandelier to get away from it, or and one of them was like lying, like playing dead by lying down. It sort of made me think like is very that, uncomfortable. Like they did that in the jungle when they were hiding from U.S. soldiers or something. I was trying to figure out what those stereotypes were, and I, I feel like it was maybe connected to the Second World War. Yeah. yeah, probably. I think we can make stereotypes about Japanese people being cowards who just roll over and lie down it. Yeah. Or send trouble. Well, what was 21 years ago now? 2002? The 1980s. What happened there? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it would be 9-11 or something, wouldn't it? it would be yeah, like... it would be like having a, a an Iraqi. Two Iraqis have turned up. Um, let's laugh at how Iraqi they are. Not not a good feeling. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely mean-spirited. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, it, yeah, it was just pretty racist, wasn't it? There's a reason mm. they've got those content warnings now. Yeah. Uh, was it mean-spirited? It felt like... I, I don't think they knew they were being mean. I don't think they said, like, oh, let's do one on the Japanese. But they did They did say, let's let's play on, you know, play on funny things we can think of about Japanese people. They went straight to... That kind of stuff. Yeah, mm. I think given how uh, strongly we've held Chloe to account for her actions, we should hold the director of the film <laughs> as a human to at least the same standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chloe was evil. The director of the film was a racist. <laughs> we got it. But uh, yeah, so he, he could have had them be villains, and he didn't. He just had them be a bit clueless and bumbling, like, again, like the Nazis in Hello, Hello. Um, but yeah, villains would I have been better of place in the it. film. Although we had the spectre of a cat burglar that we never hear of. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we just never got that in the end, did we? Nothing ever happens to any cat cats. Burglar. Maybe that's why we didn't have any cats. <laughs> Maybe it was literally a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we never their their house might have been burgled. They had so much stuff they never would have known. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, they would have been safe though, because Brutus was on it. Yeah, yeah, he'd that's have, true. He'd have saved them. They kept shutting him out in the garage. Yeah, so, that's not good. Well, he could get out of that garage whenever he wanted. I couldn't believe he thought that that would keep the dog in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did he do? He 
close the garage door but put a shovel under it so that it wouldn't close all the way. Oh, yeah. But he could just, a simple tap would have opened that door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was hopeless. Did you think the garage would run out of air if we didn't lock it? <laughs> uh, again, he was just, he was letting his wild side free, wasn't he? I think they just didn't know anything about dogs and they clearly shouldn't own dogs because yeah. they were bad dog owners. I but think they were. for the story to progress, he needed to be able to open the door. So they had to create a situation that would allow the door to open. That yeah, is very was, generous that you said the story progressed. <laughs> <laughs> the film had to keep playing, is what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that that's all all part of the symbolism, right? Like yeah, men get married and they make commitments and things, but there's always that little shovel in the garage door, isn't there? That little that old saying. Oh, let the let the beast run wild. <laughs> I think you just coined so, an idiot. Yeah, what's your <laughs> shovel in the garage, Michael? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if I told you that, you know. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, so I've got a few more minor things. Um, did you notice? So some of the, the comical, the ridiculous, like, uh, <laughs> I want to say action sequences, like the... <laughs> The everything going wrong sequences where the yes. daxis are ruining everything. Um, <laughs> there was the one bit where like Brutus kind of got under the fence and ran around during the party, and, and really what he did was like run backwards and forwards two or three times. And if people had just left him to it, there would have been yeah, no I trouble at all. But it was just everyone completely lost their minds, <laughs> started jumping into lakes and pushing each other over. Like leaping on top of things. It's every man for themselves. When there's a lion <laughs> bounding around lion. them. <laughs> I need to I guess I'd better jump directly onto this really, really long table and knock everything <laughs> off it. There was one bit when the, when it gets into the room, there's I think it, I think Mark is there with a with a load of other people and there's like the dog runs in. And Mark just like shoves this woman really hard onto a bed, and I thought like there's just even more bizarre sexual tension here. Like you didn't need to do that. It reminded me of the bit in Claire noticed this. We were watching a couple of years ago, The Dark Knight Rises, and there's this one sequence where um, there's a bunch of baddies, and Catwoman comes in and does this little little martial arts bit where she like hops onto one arm and kicks one of them and kicks the other one and then punches two of them in the face like doing backflips and somersaults and stuff but if you watch it there's one guy that she doesn't go anywhere near and he just falls over (laughs) and i don't know how it got through and it just (laughs) and it felt a bit like that a bit like just the director just said yes and now (laughs) chaos ensues and everything goes wrong (laughs) and so just a dog runs past and people start punching each other and pushing each other onto beds and jumping in rivers and things yeah so which also made me think about um drug addiction right so look whenever we talk about all this stuff look laura brings up the point that most of the problems with drug addiction are not actually a problem with the drugs or even with the behaviour of the addict. The problem is with the reaction of society. Mm. And this very much occurred to me with Brutus here. Brutus was pretty innocent, but he wasn't (laughs) behaving how 
society was expecting him to behave and demanding that he behaves. And that was causing, just their reactions were causing problems. If they were just willing to, you know, decriminalize being a dog <laughs> and just let him run around a bit, it would have been fine. But instead, they freak out. And then, and he ends up nearly getting um, shipped off to, uh, to the vet. Yeah, you might have something. Decriminalize Great Danes. I'm with yeah. it. Um, yeah, definitely. It was totally, British was innocent. I'll maintain that. I mean, to be fair, Okay, so he was trying to halt the Daxons from destroying the art workshop, but he did get distracted by the clay ball and yeah. made some havoc of his own. But yes, entirely. Um, any any of us is only human, right? Rational, crazy. He wasn't. Though he was an evil dog. Whose who's dog side were we on? Was it firmly Brutus's or did you have any? Surely, if any of you says, <laughs> says the Daxies, come on. People like Daxies. The Daxes were evil. I hate Daxes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are they even dogs? Like, <laughs> I'm not convinced. Hmm. They're more like rotten sausages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. They're pretty cute, though. Yeah, they were pretty cute in the film. Only Slinky. He's <laughs> a good Daxie. <laughs> yeah, he's good. I see him as more of a spring, though. <laughs> More of a spring than a Daxon. <laughs> I think with that I've got through all my notes. Mm, I think I have as well. I didn't have that much to say. Well, there was a lot to say, to be fair, that I didn't think there would be. But... Yeah, I'm um... glad you're on the same page. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. <laughs> what a momentous day. Fernando, any more notes? Before I... we do the games? Well, perhaps my only note was I like the, the, the dogs acting, um, but that I did say in the beginning. So no, that was my only <laughs> note. Why? Why didn't you right. like it as much? Like, what was your? What did you? What were your highlights? And what were your lowlights? Well, my highlights definitely were the 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 all the tricks that the dogs did. I was like, I cannot believe that dogs can do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, they did. Um, what else? What else did I like? Even though it was racist, I actually did like the inclusion of Japanese people because I, I like Japan. So whenever they they are included, I'm cool with it. Except except they were included for the wrong reasons. But I like Japan. Mm. Nice. What And that was it. That was it. I guess. Let Let's remember that I did not hate the movie. I just did not find did not yes. find it remarkable. So that's fair. I mean, I'm I'm willing to say that it was. That it was, that it was a, uh, that it was funny at times. A fine Excellent. film. Yes, a fine film. A fine film. Fine. Yes, they should have included that at the end. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as fine as Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you prefer Fran or Mark? Oh come on, Mark. I loved Fran. I thought she was great. Well, I did love Fran, but it, oh, she was. Oh, Mark was clearly in the right in all of their arguments. <laughs> I'd say, apart from the birthday presents one, where he was being completely unreasonable. Oh, yeah, he completely <laughs> flew off the handle. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Which is why he needed to be tamed by Fran. Yeah. Well, she wasn't helping herself. <laughs> oh, it's her fault, is it? <laughs> well, a little bit. 
<laughs> right, how was this film related to In the Wake of the Bounty? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God, I have to cast my mind back to In the Wake of the Bounty. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the, the finer points of acting perhaps lost it, but we're, there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of sexual tension between Fletcher Christian and William Bly, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Mark was mutinying against Fran. Oh, yeah. She was clearly the in charge of the house. Fran goddamn breadfruits that she's yeah. obsessed with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Don't she's care about the breadfruits. <laughs> the ribbons are the breadfruit. The, the ribbons are the breadfruit. Well, or, or the Daxons are the breadfruit. Mm. Not content with just one, she needs a whole a whole cabin full of them, and he he just wants to have sex with his beautiful Tahitian <laughs> wife. Yeah. Was it all a metaphor for the downfall of the British Empire? Well, all films are in a way. <laughs> I suppose that's true. All the ones made in America are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, the Japanese are really the British. Oh yeah. Who used to be the big threat, and now they're just laughable. Mm. Nobody likes their food. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Gus. What the heck is steak and kidney pie? (laughs) That was an American accent. Oh, I thought you were... Was that just just generic American accent? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do Michael Caine! (laughs) (laughs) It always comes back to Michael Caine. (laughs) Oh, Sean Connery. Listen, I don't want you buying <laughs> any more bloody Daxons. <laughs> it always comes back to Batman as well, doesn't it? <laughs> when I was in Burma, there was a man walking around and he had a, <laughs> a ruby the size of a tangerine. sorry Uh, that's good I think we should aim to add more and more accents to our repertoire every single (laughs) we should shouldn't we I'll do a pretty good JFK I won't do it now but I'll I'll drop that in at some point thanks yeah you're welcome (laughs) Um, any other games we play we cast ourselves oh god we're not doing that (laughs) (laughs) no way we might get divorced if we do that (laughs) Why? Who would you cast me as? <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want? The deeply embittered man who regrets all of his life choices and hates his wife? Or the shrew who's always trying to call, bring about his downfall? Who, who are also kind of the perfect couple. <laughs> I'm the guy at the party who just sits next to the buffet table and gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt that. Yeah, again, he had the um, he had the the plot motivation of Winnie the Pooh, didn't he? He just wanted to have something to eat and a nice drink. Um, oh, oh, hang on. So sorry to sorry to interrupt this game for another more important game. Um, we we were doing Spirit Dogs the other day, weren't we? Oh yeah, good good point. And I bring this up because uh, delightfully uh, we decided that I would be a, a golden retriever, which is yeah. the. I didn't even say that myself. Someone else said that. I was like, brilliant. That That's the best dog. Exactly the dog I want to be. Um, and we decided, I think we decided that Claire would be a Springer Spaniel, which I think is also mm. quite flattering. That's a, but 
but appropriate. Um, and we couldn't decide, yeah, yeah, we couldn't decide what Laura is. And I've got the answer. <gasps> um, Laura, you are an old English sheepdog. Oh. <laughs> that's not what I expected, but yeah. I do like those dogs. So Everyone that's loves right. an old English sheepdog. I disagree. Uh, Laura is a Yorkshire Terrier. A Yorkshire Terrier? <laughs> I think they've got similar vibes, maybe. Might be in the same sort of family. Yorkshire Terrier. Yeah. I don't know. Um, There's a certain nobility and warmth with an old English sheepdog <laughs> that I don't think is quite captured by a Yorkshire Terrier. I was going to say a Borzoi with social anxiety. One <laughs> 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 of those nervous ones. Wants to be loved. Oh my god! <laughs> I've just looked them up. I, I know what you mean by these. Are oh, the weird shaped ones? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Any any final thoughts? Thank you all for watching it. Thank you for picking it. And uh, don't worry, there's plenty more of these types of films to come. Yeah, I can't wait for that darn cat. <laughs> I was just going to say. Exclamation mark. <laughs> also starring Dean Jones. I loved his plastic looking face. You just don't get that these days. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's made out of wax. I love it. Yeah. Um, he, he and Suzanne Pleasure, aka Fran, are also starring in Blackbeard's Ghost. I look forward to that one. Who's They're in Blackbeard's Ghost. Both the principal leads in Blackbeard's Ghost. Yeah, it's great. Wow, I saw a bit of Blackbeard's Ghost once on TV. I was like, this is brilliant. Oh, it's great. I just watched it the other night. Oh, Peter Ustinov in it. Can't wait. (laughs) So much fun to come. They're the Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan of their day. (laughs) Let me say the sexual chemistry is still... (laughs) Sizzling <laughs> in black beards, <laughs> smouldering. <laughs> right, I'm going to play the music now. I think Great. we're degenerating fast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> So. Next Sorry. up is the yes that would would yeah well hold, hold off on the next film because it's uh, it's secret Oscars time right beautiful yes it is how exciting.